You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. Concerts are back at Adventureland each weekend in June, and they're free with your park admission. Come rock out to live music and take the plunge on two new rides opening soon the Dragon Falls Log Flume and Flying Viking Coaster. Save with the new two day ticket, only $34.99 per day at AdventurelandResort.com. Gotta leave that in. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the mind of the media, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge, all contained in the mind of the meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is The Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Uh, deja vu all over again with that uh, little gimmick. The, the, uh, <laughs> I swear that happened on an episode before. Oh, it definitely <laughs> happened on an episode before. So what happens is when in our Roadcaster Pro, brought to you by Road. Yes. Uh, shout out to them for uh, for hooking us Love up. Love them. Uh, yeah. They are uh, continuing to be the official sound of the mind of the meanie, even our, uh, our, good, uh, our good friend and uh, stepdaddy. Adam Bernard will be getting upgraded to a Rodecaster Pro and microphone soon, uh, yes. courtesy of Rode. So definitely check them out. Uh, if you have your own podcast or, uh, or even if you just like to have high-quality uh, sound effects like this, um, you know, make sure that you go check out Rode. It's R-O-D-E for those who don't know, but uh, it's the microphone that Meanie and I are always using. Got a roadcaster. We haven't put it over. There's an episode in the archives uh, of us just, uh, man, spending an hour and a half playing with our road. <laughs> um, uh, we were like kids with new. Uh, we were like kids with a new fucking toy when we yeah. first got these, and we love them. Uh, you know, I fuck, I love road. I love the products. I love the sound. I love the board. I love the sound. And, uh, Dude, I wish I could capture a proper Blue Meanie morning after drinking beer fart because it just sounds like a cauldron. So here's uh, what here's what you need to do: have a night of drinking, 
sleep yeah. on that bed behind you because the room where you have your office, you have a bed set up because kind of so you yeah. can chill chill out on there, watch some because you know there's the TV in there and everything. Yeah. So I know that's not your regular bed, but no. after a night of drinking, you just need to crash in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and so you are right there. Have your roadcaster on. So all you have to do, you go to sleep. Roadcaster's on. That record button is just ready. So you wake up, boom, hit record, blast out uh, everyone's eardrums, and you're good to go. Yeah, man. The good thing, uh, you can't pick up the sense on this gimmick, oh. but uh, the, the, the sounds are ph- phenomenal. <laughs> you know, uh, It's funny because uh, uh, James Sorensen, um, our friend of the show and uh, Sorensen-level Patreon member, um, little Jimmy from Nebraska. Little Jimmy from Nebraska. He uh, he says, when do you possibly see Mind of the Meanie going on the road? And my answer is, uh, we're on the road right now. I'm on a road. Yeah. Meanie's on I'm a on road. road. we got Roadcaster yeah. Pro. Like we said, Adam Bernard's going to be on, on the road soon. Um, yeah. So, We're yeah, man. Uh, all your dreams are coming true, James. Yeah. For the last 80-something weeks. Yeah. We're on the yeah. road. Uh, now, he may have meant it differently, but... Who knows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Minnie. So what's uh, up, man? We're we're uh, uh, for, we're we're doing uh, we're doing a, an episode here right now uh, that, of course, is airing Monday. Um, we are recording this on a Thursday because, man, things are just getting it's it's tis the season for for shit to get busy. Um, tis the season for the seasons. Yeah, you know, between uh, you know. Dude, I, we were saying this because uh, we have our little chit-chat with our patrons, Patreons, before we uh, go live. Um, dude, it felt like it was August yesterday, and now we're like a week away from, well, this is when this airs, this is Thanksgiving week. So, so th- yeah, this will be airing Thanksgiving where week. Where does so the gonna, time go? We definitely need to talk about uh, Thanksgiving. I do want to do a cheap plug right now for those sure. who can see me. I've got my uh, my mug, and I'll even show my shirt here. My Talking with Friends Giving shirt, which will be available. I, oh, it even says it on the mug. Thanksgiving Eve, that is Wednesday night, November 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Fight. Do not miss it. We're going to talk all things Survivor Series. It uh, It's going to be hilarious. Um but I do want to say what's really cool is, of course, this is a... You can get the t-shirt of this over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Talking With Friends. But um, what's cool <laughs> is this this logo, this this poster that was made by... I want to get his... I'll look, I'll look it up and give, give him credit um, of what his uh, handle is. But the guy who made this is a spoof off of the 1993 Survivor Series poster. And... Uh, and he did such a great job. But one of the things we realized was back in 1993, Thanksgiving Eve was also Wednesday night, November 24th. So that is wow. completely the same thing that the poster says. And uh, that's why we were like, well, we're going to air it at 8 p.m. on Fight then. Um, that's amazing. I called up Fight. And I said, you listen to me. And I said, who is this? Um, <laughs> but no, they, they uh, yeah, so that's. That's cool. Definitely check that out. But Meanie, Thanksgiving, yes. man. It's uh let's get everybody in the mood. Let's do yeah. it. Gobble gobble, yeah. baby. Um, <laughs> I will be visiting uh sister Meanie. Uh, 
uh, yeah, it's, dude, it's been so long. I haven't even seen my family. This would be like the first time seeing my fa- family family. When was the last time you saw your sister, would you say? Oh, well before the the uh, the shutdown. Oh, geez. You know? Wow. Okay. Because <clears throat> uh, her husband, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to get, you know, he's, you're always thinking, you don't want to get anybody sick, you know? So yeah. it's just like, you know, you know, yeah. this would be our first time getting together since before the shutdown and the pandemic and everything. So, and she like, has kids, uh, right? Uh, well, her, her kids are grown. Her kids have kids. Oh, wow. And, uh, see, I forget how like, old you are, what generation you come from. <laughs> no. no, um, so wait, so your, so your uncle, your, your, we're going to say Uncle Meanie. Um, yeah. but, I'm also a, a great uncle. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I'm corrupting them just like I corrupted uh, the uh, the generation before. It's know? crazy. Crazy, cra- crazy Uncle Meanie. That's awesome. Even though, well, I wasn't Uncle Meanie, you know, in the beginning. I was, <laughs> I was 12 when they were born. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're uh, I went, uh, here, I'm doing math on the air. Uh, <laughs> my niece is nine, and then there's. Uh, 11 and 14, I want to say. Wow. So, yeah. Three. So that's, so, so is that what you're planning on? Are you going to be like with your sister and her husband and their kids and their grandkids? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a good time, man. And uh, I have a, my aunt, uh, Reed that comes over as well, you know. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good time. I, I come over, I take over the tv uh i make sure As everybody in the right. house watch i make sure everybody in the house watches football because they will just watch the lifetime channel and i'll just <laughs> hang i'll just uh jump out of a window i'll just yeah. go fuck myself <laughs> <laughs> oh man i um, guess i guess i'll, I'll just I'm, go I'm, fuck myself now yeah i'll be i'll be uh i'll be honest i'm a little i'm jealous of uh not of you fucking yourself, because Lord knows I do that. Um, but what um, is it but, Monday already? Uh. <laughs> um, but no, I'm just you know my uh, my wife and I always kind of hoped that we'd be able to have these big you know I, I, I these big Thanksgivings. I remember the Thanksgiving yeah. when she was pregnant with our daughter, um, mm-hmm. and it was just me and her. We lived out in California, and we had kind of just been like, man, we really hope that moving forward, we're able to have these big family Thanksgivings and, you know, it works out the way that it does that. It just, you know, it, it isn't, isn't possible this year. It has been in the past this year. My mom's coming up to visit, uh, and my sister-in-law will be here. So that's kind of it. It's going to be me, my wife, three kids and my, my mom and, and sister-in-law, which will be a blast. We'll have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. but you know, my brother, uh, is going to be with his wife and, and her family um, down in Florida. Uh, my sister goes with her husband um, to his family. I, I don't know where they meet. I think I want to say like North Carolina or something. Like, so, North Kakalaki. Yeah. Um, or we can get Justin Roberts on here to uh, announce that properly. Um, <laughs> but I, so this year just happened to be a thing where we're all kind of spread out um, and – you know, it, it's a shame. Like, I, I I wish we had more of those, you know, giant family get-togethers. But, you know, there's time for that. And that's the beauty, like, of, 
you know, there, there are other opportunities, there are other holidays, other things where we can, you know, get together and, and cause I really just want the kids to be able to be surrounded by as much family, especially, you know, over yeah. this last year, it's, it's been rough with, you know, not to get too personal stuff, but with losing family members and things like that, you know, yes. it, it's, you want the kids to be able to see that there's still a lot of family there, but thank God for FaceTime yeah. and, you know, Zooms and things like that. I mean, it's, it's incredible the, you know, how you can still spend all that time with people. But yeah, man, I'm jealous. I think that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> also, the more people that are there, the more food is being made. Yes. You know, like my yeah. wife has already just been like, well, like, I'm not going to make that much. It's only going to be. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. There's leftovers, hon. Listen here. Yeah. Listen here. Listen here, toots. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so what is your, uh, so that gets to the, the, to my, all of that is a story to lead to the question for you, which is, what does your plate look like? Your dream plate on Thanksgiving, what does it look oh, like? Oh, all, all meats. Uh, really? <laughs> get those fucking vegetables out of here. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, it's just like, a, well, she makes the turkey. I don't know if she makes a hand. Oh, I don't know what she's making this year, but normally it's the, a turkey and uh uh, my th- my favorite Thanksgiving tradition is the um, uh, string bean casserole mm. with the um, it's like cream of mushroom and all that stuff on there. Yeah, the little fried uh, onion. Yeah, on top. Yep. French fried onions. Yep. Um, dude, that's the best. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm like two or three pl- two. I'll, I'll I'll have like you know two plates at least. And then, yeah, I'm uh, saying, I'll, what does your plate look like? Come on. It's a yeah. Plates, <laughs> what are your plates, sir? Like? Uh, yeah, plural, sir. Uh, put some respect on my plate. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I'll just uh, Homer Simpson on the couch, <laughs> you know, while they uh, the rest of the family does whatever they do. I'll just be watching fo- football and uh, awesome. riling the uh, my nephews up, you know. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're see. So for me, I've always been a sides guy. Um, I've always found turkey. Um, like I was always a big, uh, big fan of uh, gravy. So you know, yeah. the turkey for me was almost—it was like it might as well have just been an edible spoon, you know, <laughs> to get that gravy in there. But, uh, but you know, obviously, I haven't—we've talked before on here that I don't—I—I I, I don't eat meat anymore. I haven't eat, eaten meat in a couple years. Um, and uh, the last time I ate meat was actually on Thanksgiving because I hadn't eaten meat in like six months, and then it was Thanksgiving, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go ahead and have some turkey. How does your bo- how does your body react? Like if you haven't had meat in a while, and then you have. Uh, well, I'll answer that by telling you I haven't had meat since, because I realized <laughs> that my body was like, nah, nah, we're not, nah, we're not doing this anymore. Um, yeah, it didn't react well. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't react well, and that's why, like, like the idea of having uh, like a steak or something. My first thought is like, ooh, oh man, I miss a good steak. And then I think to myself, it it would not be worth it. It would not <laughs> be worth it. Like what the, my body couldn't handle that. Um, but uh man, it it, it uh I, I wouldn't be having the Rip Rogers problem. That time when I, I stopped by and visited in uh I wanna say it's two thousand four uh two thousand fifteen. I was driving through uh um Kentucky and so I stopped by OVW and it's the first time I'd been there since 08 and I go in I see Rip Rogers and 
I'm like, so how's it going, man? How are you? And he's like, ah, just trying to take a shit. And uh, <laughs> I was like, all right. It's <laughs> like, well, good he luck. Doesn't, he doesn't mince words. Yeah, he, he does not miss wor- mince okay. words. It's like we've all had that day. Um, yeah, but um, to soap up a finger, rip and. Uh, <laughs> um. But no, so, uh, but for me, but my, my whole story was like, as much as I always loved the turkey and stuff like that, it was always like this, I was torn between, I'm like, well, look at, I could have, I love sweet potato casserole. You know, sweet potato casserole is where it's at for me. Yeah. String bean casserole, like you're I'm talking a sweet, about. I'm a sweet potato guy too, man. Oh. Yeah. That sweet potato casserole, especially, I mean, I always loved the way my mom made it. My, my wife makes it with like, just this, uh, God, like just, there's so much like, sugar and and like <laughs> there's like so much like brown sugar and 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 these marshmallows yes uh, god it's so good and then i'm looking at that going well i could take up space with like my wife was like well you know look you know we don't eat turkey we, we could make some salmon i'm like if you want salmon you guys i'm not gonna eat any salmon i'm not wasting space on my plate with salmon <laughs> um you know like it's it, like i want some cornbread I want some, uh, you know, I, I, come on. Like it's all, for me, it's all about the sides. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I am a corn, a, you know, cornbread and sweet potato mark. Hardcore. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, well, there's sides. Um, well, while you're thinking about that, I do want to say, uh, yes. Shackleford says, uh, it gets gassy. I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. uh, and then Logan Barton. Patreon member, welcome to Patreon, a brand new uh, Patreon member joining us here, uh, processing in quotes, my own turkeys this year, which we're going to need to dive into that and find out what that means, uh, just got yeah. here, did I miss any gobbledygooker jokes? Uh, not yet, uh, I will say we not do yet. discuss the pronunciation still- of gobbledygooker uh, on uh, Talking With Friendsgiving, which will be on fight. Thanksgiving Eve, 8 p.m. Uh, I'm not just going to show The jokes are still in the egg, you know. What's that? The jokes are still in the egg. Oh, uh, but they're going to hatch soon yeah. at Survivor yeah. Series. Um, little Jimmy wants to know, besides sweet potatoes, what are your favorite sides? So, Meanie, yeah, what, what else you got? A little delayed rim shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who, who doesn't love a delayed rim shot? Yeah. <laughs> Especially after a night of drinking. Oh, uh, oh, dude. Uh, just like, uh, like I said, sweet potatoes, uh, the string bean casserole. Uh, my aunt makes a phenomenal ambrosia salad, mm. which is uh, which is really good. Um, and then you know you get a bunch of pies. You know, what's that? <laughs> I'm still trying to make uh, that a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you get a bunch of uh, pies. Pies? Uh, pies? Um, yeah. uh, some people are listening, Go, everyone's listening, going, what? Meanie's like, I think I know what the hell he's referencing. Um, I, yeah, in my, in my brain just went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah, that. That I was something that. Josh tried to get over a year ago, and it never happened. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I think um, he kept asking me about sides just to fucking crowbar that in there. No, I didn't even mean to. Shout out to Crowbar, though. Um, yeah. Hope he enjoys his Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, he he's having storm. a little bit of a, he, he's having a, a good year. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, 
I uh, was going to say, um, oh, but no. Yeah, the pies are great. You, you got what? Okay, which pies? Oh, it's got to be pumpkin. Sure. Uh, what's your oh. number two pie? What's the, what's the, like pumpkin pie? Obviously, if someone's like, all right, meaning we're going to bring two pies to Thanksgiving, obviously pumpkin. Who are we kidding? But what's the other one you're bringing? Uh, coconut cream. Ooh. Okay. Or, besides the fact that I love it, it just, it, it, I'm a big texture guy. Mm-hmm. I just like the texture of that. So, yeah, it's got to be pumpkin pie, coconut cream pie, and then everything else is fighting for you know third and fourth. You know, interesting. If I if I get if I get get to them after I've had a, a slice of pumpkin, a slice of coconut <laughs> cream, you know, then there's you know your your typical apple or whatever you know. But yeah, you know, um, and by that time I'm I'm ready for a nap. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> If you're not falling asleep with food on your, like resting on your stomach, you're not doing Thanksgiving right. Um, oh, I've done that. Just, but, yeah. Um, but, uh, my, my wife makes these, uh, she made it a few years ago. She started making it and it's just always been a hit since, um, these little, like they're like brie bites. So it's like some sort of dough type thing. And then like almost like a little pie type thing. And then, Brie, you know, brie cheese, and then, um, and then a, um, somebody's getting a phone call there. Uh, that's weird. Um, <laughs> it like popped up on my computer. I'm like, I'm not used to that. Um, and then a cranberry sauce on top of it. And it's just so good. It's just so, yeah. so good. Um, so we're gonna get, I'm a cranberry mark. Yeah. Uh, speaking which, of sides, which that's cranberry another great sauce. Side. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah, which yeah. one though, Meanie? The yeah, like the, the 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 like cranberries, or is it the like right out of the jar? Slice it up. Yeah, the shit right out of the can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just right, you know. Yep. And then slice it up, and I mean, I enjoy it. the other kind of cranberry sauce. You know, the 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 fancy yeah. cranberry sauce. But That's dude, why I had to ask because I don't know any other. Besides the uh, the canned stuff. Well, so. there's something that people have like where it's like much more like actual cranberries, and it's good. It's good. Let's uh, let's. Uh, yeah. But no, but to me, it is just pop open that can, dump it out onto a plate, <laughs> slice that, slice that, slice that bitch up. Watch it wiggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you could see that from there. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Uh, I was being very in, very intrusive. Um, oh. But yeah, man, uh, Thanksgiving. Definitely one of my favorite holidays, just to uh, see folks uh, and then uh, make them watch what I want to watch, and uh, <laughs> you know, eat until I get tired, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> destroy their plumbing. Um, oh God! Or as I call it, making room for dessert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, you stay here. Uncle Meanie's got to go make room for dessert. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no. uh, I got a photo. I have to send it to you. It's me on the couch with my nephews when they were much smaller, and they're just fucking holding their noses. Oh. <laughs> for, for shoot, because I was just, I was just killing them. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, I do. I I do all the things my grandfather used to do to me. <laughs> so I'm just passing it. I want literally. I'm literally passing it down. Oh to God. Them. Uh, Logan Barton says, uh, uh, Benafi Ben. Uh, banafi pie. I don't know how you would say, it, but it's banana toffee. That sounds amazing. I don't even know what that is, but no, but I least. want it. 
So yeah. send it to P.O. Box. Uh, no. um, <laughs> uh, Shackleford says, does what? anyone remember The Rock's favorite pie? Of course. Little, yes. Little, little poontang pie, if you will. <laughs> um, that word always cracks me up. Yeah. Hey, digging that Luna shirt. Is that the same one you had the other time, or is that a different one? Uh, same one. Okay. It's, a good, it's, it's, it's nice, a, though. I, I've been putting it over a lot. Uh, you know, uh, Luna Vachon shirt for those who. Presslentees.com uh, slash dark side of the ring. It just I got a uh, got a couple of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Been uh, trying to give her some love. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, do you wear anything else? No, just just this shirt every each and every day. Um, but uh, yeah, man. That's uh, where was I? Uh, I'm having a. Uh, you were in West Philadelphia. No, you're not in West yeah. Philadelphia, but still. Yeah, um, I just wanted to sing it. <laughs> totally threw me off. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm having a. That's all right. There. Uh, little Jimmy from Nebraska says, "Is Eric Bischoff calling Josh live on Mind of the Meanie?" Uh, no, it's probably Al. Just to let us know he's he's having some join uh, some catering in the green room. Ooh, yeah. you know what? This is a special Thanksgiving episode. I think yeah. we should bring Al Snow on right about. You know what? Oh, you know what? Let's bring him on. We'll bring him on later. Yeah, he'll be fine. We'll bring him on later. Um, yeah, yeah. I, actually, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's getting ready for his Thanksgiving. That's yeah, it's fine. fine. Well, maybe we'll bring him on to the end of the show. We'll see. We'll shoot yeah. a text. Be fine. Yeah, I'll mm. send a raven. Carry yeah. a pig. Yeah. <laughs> um, then a raven came in my window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I was such a raven mark back in the day. ECW. All I wanted to do was yeah. just sit and pontificate. Like I wanted to just sit in a stairwell somewhere and just talk endlessly about how the world hated me and <laughs> like, you know that that's raven was everything I love about pro wrestling. Yeah. I, I like he really was. You break it down like Raven and ECW was just I mean it was so real. It just it was just it looked so it real. Of, it was of that generation too, you know, just yep. uh perfect timing. <clears throat> and talk about like a change in gears cuz Scotty was, you know, Johnny Polo, Scotty and, Flamingo, Scotty Flamingo and uh you know, just to totally go from kind of like a pretty boy kind of gimmick to like this hardcore icon in ECW. Yeah. You know, he totally switched things up, got tattoos, you know, was getting color, you know, gigging oh, up, God, you know, yeah. scarring the forehead. And it became this totally new character and then to shifted in such a way that uh, it influenced a lot of people, you know. It really did. You know, this, yeah, you because know, you know, wearing the uh, the cutoff jeans and the uh, the muscle shirt or the the, the cut shirt with the uh, cutoff sleeves with the rock shirts and stuff like that, it just uh, it it just launched this new style of uh, wrestler wrestling character stuff like that because you know then you know you had uh, you know all these other characters like, you know, like just incredible mm-hmm. and stuff We're like the same that gear, pretty much same gear coming along but you know he, you know Scotty was the best on the 
with his with his promos because he was always thinking. Yeah, you know, um, and that's the thing. You know, when you, you get into the business, you try to visualize, or I hope you know everybody's trying to visual, visualize what they want to be or where they want to do. I actually, you know, would try to figure myself out. You know, man, I'd love to be in Ravens flock and just try to visualize what I would do. You know, if I was in that, you know, stable well before I was even in the stable. And then, uh, you know, what I became was totally different than, you know, uh, oh, you know sure, what yeah. I what I thought. But, you know, just the fact that I visualized it and kind of it kind of you know, morphed into reality was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, just to be in the car ride with him and, you know, uh, I remember one time uh, we, he was going to wrestle uh, Terry Gordy at DCW arena and Terry Gordy was a surprise. And he asked me, you know, you know, anything about Terry Gordy is like, yeah, I started listening off, you know, Terry Gordy stuff with the uh, Asiatic spike and this mm. and that and the other thing. And we did this, uh, charity softball game, uh, ECW against uh local, uh, police force or whatever. And on the ride home, you know, he's driving and he's like, Hey, I got a, a notepad in the, you know, the, you know, sticky notepads. And he would just write out spots. He would call out spots to me, and I'd have to jot them down and stick them to the dashboard <laughs> and number them, you know, one, page one, two, three, four, five, 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 five. And he would be like, I got this idea, blah, 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 blah. And I'd have to write it down and, you know, put it back. I'd call it back out to him, out, you know, read it back out to him. And then I'd have to organize them and hand them back. Hey, go to the ECW arena. And then you see him go in the corner and just like take out all the notes and he's like reading the notes and stuff like that. And then to watch them do the match that I dictate it in the car, you know, that's awesome. like a stenog like a stenographer, you know. <laughs> no, that is but just to be able just to be able to sit there and you know do that or watch him call a match or you know uh, think of an idea and the pros and cons that idea did well why this this works here eh. I might not work there, you know, explaining timing, you know, you know plenty of times there, you'd be wrestling the same man. We'd have to feed in and start taking a, a couple rounds of cane shots. Mm -hmm. When you see this, you do that and it just all that stuff. Just it's amazing. It's a great, it's a great tree to learning tree to sit under, you know, one of the, one of the best characters that people should talk about more. I think, He's a perfect example, too, of, like, I, I believe that good pro wrestling is character-driven. I really do. I think Absolutely. one of the biggest downfalls of some companies out there is that you have all these people, they don't have characters. You can't, you know, Vince McMahon was really big in, like, the 80s of just, like, you know, I want to be able to make an action figure of them. I want to be able to have a T-shirt of them. I mean, for the love of God, he took the the... Uh, sheep herders and turn them into the lovable bushwhackers. Yeah. But I also think Raven is a perfect example of not having to be a, not having to be a, a, like when I say character, it doesn't have to be like the, okay, we're going to turn Raven into somewhat of a cartoon. Like, no, right. but Raven, you can, you can dress like him for Halloween and you can see, like, I always feel like like you want to be able to see, like, if someone did a, a one of those drawings where you don't really even see the person's face, or it's just kind of like they're, it's like a stick figure dressed as them. 
Yeah. Like if there's a stick figure dressed as Raven, you would know it's Raven. Yeah. Like or, if or I to if, see, or to see their silhouette. Right. And you just go, oh, yeah. But even just going, like, if everybody, if every, like, like, I'm saying stick figure, so you're not even seeing the silhouette, but all you're seeing, right? Yeah. You've got this stick figure that has a leather jacket, has a, a, you know, rock band t-shirt, has the jeans, has the uh, tied off, uh, you know, the Nirvana uh, plaid shirt tied around the waist. Yeah. You know that that's Raven. Same way that you know the Blue Meanie. Um, stick figure, you know, <laughs> but you know, but you know, the blue meanie, if you see that, you know, the make, I mean, God, you have t-shirts that are like literally like just like the makeup. Yeah. It's not even like a full face, but you know exactly who it is. Um, going back just ECW Sandman, you knew Sandman yeah. by like, by his gear, you knew Tommy dreamer. By his gear, even though his gear was pretty much just black pants and an ECW shirt, but that was Tommy Dreamer. Like you, you, you got that. Like everybody just had the franchise. Shane Douglas, you knew it was him because of the way yeah. that he looked. And when I say everyone needs to have a gimmick, it was just him being the franchise, him having that different look that stood out. And of course, everybody's got different logos on their gear or whatever, but it's not. Everyone had like you can picture Shane Douglas with the 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 yellow and black with the triangle yeah. on the like you can picture it. Whereas today, yeah. if I were to say to you, like, here's a guy, Jay Lethal, just signed with AEW, right? Um, what does Jay Lethal's gear look like? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's kind of it, it's now you have some guys who transcend things, like a Kenny Omega. You could say, What's Kenny Omega's gear look like? And you're like, well, it's got like stuff and it's all, but he's one of those guys where you can go, okay, but he's Kenny Omega. And he's someone, like you said, silhouette, you'd know it was Kenny Omega if he was doing like the, you know, the gun out, the gun fingers and the, and the way his hair is. So some people, them themselves are the character. They can stand out. But, uh, like a Tajiri, you know, he's like. With the pants and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way he crouches. But look at that. Like that. Tajiri's a perfect example because I remember Tajiri when he had like the white and blue trunks. Yeah. And he did not stand, I mean, he he's didn't stand guy. out the way. Young now, boy. right, now you look at Tajiri and the way he's been ever since he did the, you know, the baggy pant look. And that's Tajiri. Like that's, yeah, you know, so I, it's just, you know, for whatever it is. Um, I, I just did a show with him for uh, MLW like a, mm-hmm. like a month ago. And he he still looks like, you know, Tadiri, you know, and the the crowd still goes crazy for him, you know, because he's you know he's recognizable, you know. As soon as he walks through that curtain, you're like, oh shit, you know. There's there's really no time to, you don't need an extra two se- two seconds to process what you're seeing. Yeah. You know, a lot of time I always tell people when you know younger wrestlers when I'm coaching them, you know, wrestling fans are like two to three seconds behind. You know what they say. They see it. They process it, and they might react, but they're still processing. Oh shit! You know the right. oh shit's like the extra two seconds for them to go realize what they're saying. But wait, with certain characters, they come through the curtain, 
there's really you don't really have to process it because it's yeah. so recognizable and so identifiable. And it's it's not it doesn't have to be big and flashy like Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Think about him right. back in the day. He walked through a yeah. curtain, boom! It was Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, you know everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's that to me is like if I'm if I'm if I'm trying to if I'm in in you know WWE and I'm saying how do we get characters over? I'd be looking back at the history of WWE and saying, okay, let's. This is how you get them over. This is how you you make these people look like unique stars. I hate yeah. I hate wrestlers that look like you could just bump into them, you know, anywhere. And that's not a size thing. That doesn't have yeah. to be a size thing. Cuz there's a lot of smaller guys that look like stars. Sammy yeah. Guevara is not a big dude at all. No. But that yeah, guy but he, looks like a star. He looks like a million bucks. Yep. So I mean it's 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 all about how you it's coming up with it, everything from God, your haircut, you know, like it, it just look at yourself as a complete package of, you know, yeah. um, and then try and come up with something creative. Like, I mean, I tried to get myself over in a unique way. I did the custom ties yeah. because I knew otherwise. And now I have a beard that so you could look more silhouette like, you know, and you could do that and you can stand out even that much more. But Really, I was looking and I said, how would someone describe me? They would be like, oh, that, that, that uh, kind of, if they're being kind, average height, uh, <laughs> white guy in a suit with brown hair. Like what, it, like, you know, yeah, you know you, oh, you should, who are you talking about? Chris Van Vliet? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, who are we, are we talking about John Alba? Are we yeah. talking about, like, who, but instead they can go, oh, that, that guy who does the interviews with the, with the ties has all these custom ties. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, who's, who's the blue meanie, uh, blue hair, half shirt, Daisy Dukes dance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Oh, that guy. All right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Logan Barton says there was a kid who had a blue meanie fan site in 2000 on geo cities or angel fire. That man, that's, that's old. Uh, that sold custom meanie airbrush shirts. I remember being so excited to get one, and they were terrible. I'll have to dig it out. And, I'll have to dig it out and take a picture. Yes, you Oof. do. Yeah, yes, yes, you do. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I have a few left of your shirts left. Yeah, the, the ring worn ones. Man. I I just I just refound like one of my first ones. I don't know how it. I know I I gifted it to somebody, mm-hmm. and then. They uh, took my generosity and tried to make a buck off it, oh. but somehow it got somebody got grabbed it and gave it back to me. So oh, that's cool. one of my one of my early shirts. And then I, I got the uh, the Hello Meanie shirt where I'm doing the uh, Jack Nicholson head through the door like hey in The Shining. Yep. And uh, I got my uh, WrestleMania shirt, which I'll probably never part with. So, you know, my one and only WrestleMania. So. And th- I mean, those sh- shirts to me, they are, they're iconic. They really, yeah. are, you know, um, uh, they I, I, eventually I want to get the WrestleMania shirt and f- somehow frame that one and, put, and hang it up. And, uh, uh, I will tell you, you can go to, uh, Michael's, the 
yes. craft lathes. So they have, because I actually, I have some of like my old gear in my office. Um, I have it in those shadow boxes. They have, uh, and they actually, if you want to do multiples, the only reason I have uh, two, so I have from the show that I did back in 99, I have that gear uh, shadow box next to, uh, I have the newspaper articles that I was like, there are pictures of me in it back in 99 doing this. So I was like, that'd be kind of cool to put that gear in. Then I have my OVW gear in another one just to kind of, for me to be like, oh, wow, look, I actually wrestled. Um, (laughs) And I have that gear. But the only reason I even did that was because Michaels was doing like a buy one, get one free. So they're always running stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's relatively cheap, um, but good quality stuff. So you could get, it would look good on that wall behind you <laughs> that's that that that's the uh that's yeah that's the plan yeah but, uh, you do that you shadow box it with a in the bottom you've got little you know like the picture of you actually there at wrestlemania oh yeah or whatever i mean i don't have to say you know mrs meanie she'd knock that out of the park but yeah there's some sort of nice shadow box so yeah you should do that you get the photo of uh me sticking my tongue out at ryan shamrock or yeah. something like that <laughs> Throwing her under the bus when she accidentally tripped uh, gold dust. Oh, man. You know? Awesome. Talk about memories, man. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it just, uh, yeah, I'll have to try to do it. Because I already go to Michael's to get my face paint, you know, for. Oh, uh, okay. The the Liquitex, mm-hmm. uh, liquid latex. I used that, you know, guys like the Road Warriors thing, Warrior, all used and stuff like that. So I might have to go down the, uh, make a make a left and get a check out the frame section for once. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, little, little Jimmy from Nebraska uh, is talking about his shirts that he's got um, that he he's going to be wearing. Uh, he he's going to be rocking his uh, "I'm thankful for the Pod Squad" 2020 shirt on Thanksgiving nice. because it's one of the best shirts I own. It says uh, "So says the superstar" shirt is also pretty badass. Alongside the BWO shirts, I have three of the coolest shirts I own. Never going to get rid of them. Awesome. Well, that's awesome, man, and I do appreciate. Yeah, James is one of the people who bought. I found those old shirts from when I was wrestling, and just kind of put them up there. And I was surprised at how many people actually bought it. Um, <laughs> so thank you. That's Pod awesome. Squad. Um, hey, by the way, speaking yes. of people buying things. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, we had a mad rush on yeah. um, on our action figures, on our signed action figures. Um, we have three left as as of this recording. It's amazing. So there is a good chance. Like I said, I'm, I'm waiting. You know, we're, we're working on that deal with Cello Toys, where they're actually going to be buying back some of our uh, some of our inventory, which we don't have much left. But they wanted yep. to do that, and and uh, they want to be able to sell them in the UK, and and uh, we're working out that deal with them. So we're there is a good chance that we are not, you know, barring being able to buy figures from Meanie at a live show, and then have him sign it, and then find me and have me sign it. Yeah, there you've got like three, three left. Um, so. You know, order them now. Uh, because I'll have them with me uh, December 18th at Icons at DCW Arena. But yep. to have a, both of us sign on them. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, the legwork is going to be there now because I'm not going to be there December 18th. or when, when did you say what? Is that December 18th? December 18th. 
Yeah, I'm not going to be uh, there. So uh, I'm not booked, Terry. Um, <laughs> but now, so fight, I'm sure fight has you doing, you know, going somewhere. Yeah, fight. You know what? I I've uh, I, I'm very I'm very fortunate. I'm very. You talk about you know what are we thankful for? Uh, aside yeah. from the pod squad and aside from the, you know, and we'll get into all that because I'd, I'd like to take this episode to really talk about some things we're thankful for. But um, absolutely. But yeah, but uh, I'm thankful for the opportunities that I've been getting from fight. Um, and in large part, I believe that that stuff comes from the support of, you know, people like like uh, the pod squad, because, yeah. you know, um, fight and Triller, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting uh you know, actually, I'm. We're going to be doing a pre-show for this week. They have a, a, a Triad Combat, a new show um, that Triller is producing, where they're actually going to have uh, like an MMA and boxing uh, merging like those fight styles together. In uh, some, I'm not really entirely sure what it's going to be, uh, but their ring is going to be a triangle. So interesting. Tune in for that and Metallica is going to be playing performing live at the show. Um so, you know, Triller doesn't half ass it. They're a big company. Um yeah. and uh and they contacted me the other day asked if I would host the pre-show. So, that's uh an incredible opportunity too and obviously Fight and Triller are connected. Um and uh yeah, I've had a lot of opportunities. So, yeah, I am I am busy, but uh don't don't ever misunderstand my saying I'm busy with my complaining uh, because yeah, I, am, right. I am so grateful for the opportunities that I have and, and uh, to be able to, you know, I mean, well, well, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure there's more time for me to say these things, but I'm just very, uh, very grateful for that. Um, little Jimmy wants to know, uh, can my buddy Antonio get a shout out for one year of sobriety, truly a phenomenal thing for him. 100%. Uh, Antonio, yeah. dude, congratulations. That's not an Absolutely. easy feat. Absolutely. Congratulations, dude. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, any, anybody, like, just to have the willpower to say, you know, enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to stop doing it. Uh, and uh, the, the most important is, the most important thing is, you know, uh, realizing that, you know, hey, I, I got to stop doing this for uh, the right reasons and to stick to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I know it's hard, you know, people try to quit things every day and uh, to go one year. Uh, that's huge. That's a huge step. And to uh, keep doing the things that, you know, uh, make you want to stay sober, mm-hmm. you know, is uh, important as well. So, you know, congratulations to Antonio for, you know, one year of sobriety. And uh, now here's to many more. Yeah. No, that's uh, – I'm not sure if Antonio – if this is the Antonio that we know or not. Um, but, uh, but man, just uh, very proud of you. That That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's, that's no easy feat to do that. And anybody who thinks and, – and, you know, sobriety, you know, who knows what, what your vice – was um but anyone who ever thinks whether it's you know it's drinking or pills or you know different people have different things but man anyone who ever thinks that it's like well, why don't you just stop just don't do it like right dude you don't get you don't get it if that's the case and uh yeah. you know it, it's so congratulations be very proud of yourself um 
the, you know, the, uh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, coming from uh, the wrestling world, you know, I've lost many of friends to, you know, drugs and alcohol, and there's always, oh man, I'm I'm sober now. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see, keep doing it, you know, and then you know, you know, some a lot of times it's it's easy to relapse, but you know, uh, one year in, awesome, yeah, awesome, and just yeah, you know, stay focused. Uh, you know, keep doing the things that keep you busy to keep your mind off of wanting to uh, go back. Yeah. So, you know, and, and and that's easy for me to say. You know, I'm not in that situation, but you know, uh, you know, whatever you're doing to uh, make you stop, keep it up, man. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, just you know, you're sober today. Just make sure you're you're. All you got to do, it's one day at a time. And anybody who's listening, who's, who's thinking about that, man, hopefully you take that as a, uh, uh, as motivation. Cause that's all you have to do is just say today, I'm going to be sober. And then tomorrow yeah. wake up and say today, I'm going to be sober. And then, yeah. you know, and I don't mean when I say it's all you have to do. Um, but that is, you know, that's it. Just take it a day at a time. Um, and, uh, yeah, Antonio, we're proud of you. Awesome. Keep Absolutely. it, keep it up. And, uh, Excited to hear about year two. Um, but yeah, so uh, at this point, from something very uh, uh, awesome and serious <coughs> like that um, to something uh, also very serious um, in a very different way, um, we need to talk about your hygiene. We need to talk about the holidays. Meaning- Hi, Gene. Hey, good to see you. Ho, 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 <laughs> gentlemen. The holidays came early at Manscaped. Uh, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. <laughs> Go to manscaped.com. Use code MEANY20 for 20% off Plus free shipping, uh, man. It's it, it's it's time. If you haven't gotten your holiday shopping done by now, uh, we are about to get into uh, 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 Black Friday, Cyber Monday this this coming week. Like, dude, get get on it. It's time. Get that shopping done. And if you're thinking to yourself, what should I get? A a, a family member, a friend. Nobody, nobody would be angry at you for looking at them and saying, I want your balls to smell good. (laughs) Uncle Joe, I want your balls to smell good. I mean, how is that not an appropriate thing to say at Thanksgiving? So anyway, uh, jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Uh, Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past, and it's possible you have Santa's beard in your pants. It's time to leave your significant other some cookies and milk at the bottom of your chimney. I'm talking about Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. As Vanessa says, Manscaped, be sure to clean your chimney. <laughs> Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you're going to find that signature lawnmower 4.0. The electric trimmer has proprietary skin-safe technology. It's advanced, by the way, to reduce cuts in your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess. Performance Package 4.0 also has the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. 
Hygiene Bundle will also come with a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. The perfect package for your perfect package. And they're going beyond the groin with their new Ultra Premium Body Wash. It's infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. They also just launched their two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, which has key ingredients with benefits that include hydrating, nourishing, conditioning, and scalp, and strengthening your hair at the same time. Tis the season to load up on Manscaped products. To get yourself, your dad, your brother, your uncle, your friend, the best gift of all. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code MEANY20 at manscaped.com. Every guy out there needs to add Manscaped to their wish list this season. Again, 20% off plus free shipping with code MEANY20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code MEANY20. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Don't gig your rig. Mm. Manscaped.com. Yeah, the only red on your candy cane should be the uh, stripe. Anyway, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Thank you to Manscaped, man. Uh, yeah, you know, seriously. Uh, you know, the, the, the love and support they've they shown mine and me means a lot. You know, mm. uh, advertising dollars mean a lot. And it's, it, a lot of people fight for, fight to get them. And uh, the fact that they're supporting us means, it, it means a lot. And while we have a great relationship with them, Manscaped, uh, great company, do great charitable yeah. work, uh, great people there. Also, thanks to all of you for using promo code Meanie20, because if you didn't, yeah. Manscaped would say, we love you, Josh, we love you, Meanie, but unfortunately, nobody's buying our product with your promo code, so we're not going to continue <laughs> to advertise with you. I mean, it's a, it's a business. Um, so the mere fact that, here's my twofold point to that, Meanie. The fact that Manscaped is still here, still sponsoring Mind of the Meanie, tells you two things. Number one, everybody is using that code. And number two, if you're not, then you should be doing it because everybody is using the code. And they're going back and they're using it again and again and again. So that's the thing. 20% off. Get that. Get the 20% off plus free shipping. Enjoy your Manscaped, and then at one point you're going to go, man, just ran out of that, that crop reviver, or, oh, you know what? I think it's time for that, that foot powder, and uh, hop on back over. Promo code MEANY20. Save 20% wonder, plus free shipping. That's it. I wonder if the uh, ball toner is good for, you know, put the bags under your eyes, you know. Maybe it'll help. Uh... Yeah, get some of those wrinkles out there. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude. Seriously, I I use that uh the foot spray right before I go to bed. Take a nice hot shower, spray the uh the puppy, uh, spray my dogs now, mm -hmm. and just like my feet feel so much better. And uh, you know, like like I'm getting to that age where it's like getting the crazy uncle eyebrows. <laughs> you know, just you know, uh, and the ear hair, nose hair, stuff like that. So yeah. you gotta trim trim all that shit up, man. Log so you don't look like a fucking maniac. Logan Barton you know? ads here, and I'm gonna see if <clears throat> me 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 if I can say this. Chestnuts trimming in an open shower. There we go. <laughs> uh very nice. Appreciate that. Yes. Uh, I thought it deserved some some music. Hey. Yes. You know what is music to my ears? Uh, were you gonna hit the far button? Oh, I could. But why don't we ask Meanie? I would love to. 
Ask me something. Ah, <laughs> uh, that extended one, man. That sounded like a, a fucking accident. That's a good one. Yep. Ooh. That that was a. Yeah, you know that was a replacement of the drawers. He just he he had a fucking spy hunter moment. He just <laughs> had an oil spill right behind you. People slipped <laughs> in it. You know, cars just skidded out. Oh man. So we've got some questions here. Hopefully I have some answers. Um, so where did we leave off uh, with Mark and Dryden? I think last week we left. Okay, here we go. In the words of Jesse Ventura, you tell me. <laughs> Speaking of Survivor Series, yes. using past and or present wrestlers, Name your all-time teams for the ultimate match. Bonus points if you do the same for women's teams. Well, this works because we next week we have an all ask me episode, so we can take a little bit of time on one question here to save yeah. some questions. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking milk this motherfucker. Yeah. So uh, like like for one side. So yeah, so are we doing teams of five right here? Let's see, we'll do five. Uh, how about I do one team? You do one team. Perfect. Let's do it. You go. Uh, this will be the mine of the mini draft. Um, I would have to choose Bret Hart. Okay. He was literally my top choice. So yeah. okay. So we're going back and forth. We're doing this like a like a draft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna have Shawn Michaels. Oh. Mm. And then. Uh, I will do Damian Priest. Oh, okay. I'm writing these down, too. Yeah, um, please. Uh, yeah, I'll forget. So, I already forgot Bret Hart. <laughs> oh. I uh, said Bret Hart. Yeah. Okay, so we've got, you've got Bret, you've got Damian Priest, so I'm going to do yeah. Sean, and I'm doing Triple H as well. Huh. All right. Let me go back into, uh, oh, guy who inspired me and uh, still inspires me. Uh, somebody who's given me plenty of advice in my career. Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh. Yeah. I I just, uh, I was at the Monster Factory and somebody, uh, one of the students, bigger dude. Uh, named Bobby Buffet, dude, big dude, fucking athletic is all fuck, and just big dude, uh, million dollar smile, great attitude. He just asked me for advice. I was like, look, you know, you're a big guy like me, and Bam Bam Bigelow came up to me one day and said, hey man, just make sure you got a strong set of wheels. <laughs> he this. He's like, Meanie, I know you don't want to kill your gimmick, you know your look, but. When you're out of the ring, there's nothing worse than when your legs want to give out. So just always have a strong set of wheels. So I, I'll I'll like to I'll have him on my uh, team. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna throw on uh, MJF. Nice. Oh, I didn't know we could go outside the. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh. Using past and or present wrestlers. Oh. Okay. MJF's MJF's perfect. Um, see, I'm building a whole. See, I'm building a team that's a story here. 
got HBK, Triple H, MJF. I've got a team. Well, I've got a team. Well, on that fucking case, fucking great Muda. Ooh. <sighs> I talked to that Bigelow, Muda, and then Bigelow inspired me to do the meanie salt. I saw Muda do it. I was like, and I, I and you know, it's weird how fucking memory works because I know I saw Lanny Poffa do a moonsault, but mm. it never really stuck with me the way Muda's did. Like I, Lanny did the moonsault, but like he always had like a foot on the second rope, a foot on the top rope, and then did the moonsault. Mm-hmm. And it looked perfect, but the way Muda just got up there and said, fuck it, and just went. Yeah. It, like when he did the moonsault, you could kind of hear it go, you know, <laughs> in that motion. So, and then like when Bigelow did, I was like, well, big guys can do it too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my fourth one is uh, the nature boy, Ric Flair. And we're, and everyone here is in their prime. Yeah. They're all I, in their prime would, here. So, I mean, so far, I mean, you, the, these are some, I think these are some badass teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I didn't know we were doing other, uh, other companies. Uh, my fifth mm-hmm. and final would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, I think my fifth and final. I th- hmm. I'm gonna go with Brian Danielson. Nice. So we've got Captain Bret Hart with Damian Priest, Bam Bam Bigelow, The Great Muda, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's a badass team right there. (laughs) Versus Captain HBK with Triple H, Ric Flair, MJF, and Brian Danielson. Let's, uh, uh, when this airs Monday, Mm -hmm. let's do a, uh, a poll. Of who wins? My team. My team versus your team. Let's do it. Let people vote on it. Let's do it. And we'll the, talk the about it. In two, we'll survive. talk about the who wins in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully nothing uh, significant, you know, yeah. earth shattering happens. Um, we will absolutely put that poll out. Uh, that's great. Do you want to do a uh, a woman's? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, and I elect my captain to be Luna. As I wear the Luna Vasant Vashad shirt. Hmm. I am going to go with. I'm going to go with my good friend Medusa. Ah, son of a bitch. That's going to be my number two. Um. So I'm Luna. You're Medusa. Hmm. Uh. I remember everyone's in their prime. Everyone is in their prime Absolutely. here. So whatever you in your mind, that's the beauty of this game. Whatever you consider your prime. So like somebody, like when I had HBK, like somebody, I considered prime HBK to be 97 Shawn Michaels. And we and we could do a poll on this one too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. but I consider like 97 Shawn Michaels, but to you, you might look at it and say, well, your prime Shawn Michaels is 2011. You know, like, so whatever, whatever you want. But okay, so we got Luna on your side, Medusa on Uh, my side. uh, I will have to go with 
Sherry Martel. Perfect. That's what I loved Sherry, man. She mm-hmm. could just she could beat fucking dudes up. That's him. You know. Uh I am going to throw in Nikki James. Oh, yeah. It's a good choice. I will uh, see your Mickey James, and I will raise you Natalia. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I am going to throw in here Serena Deeb. Oh, yeah, man. Because I, I, I saw, I'm trying to I put saw a her match at, together here, and I'm thinking you're saying Natty. I'm going in there, going Natty and Serena would have an amazing match. You got, I mean. This oh, this is exciting. It's never gonna happen, dude. I, but I had to give her her props. I, I was at AEW, and we mm-hmm. we passed each other in catering. I was like, "Look, you're one of my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. You're amazing. Keep doing what you do." And, yeah, she's uh, damn was, good. I'm, yeah, I mean that's the thing. She was she was in WWE. She kind of went away for a little bit. Yep. You know, for whatever reason, and she came back, and you know. Like, you know, Jim Ross says she put on a new coat of paint. Yep. Not that, like, she probably needed it or anything, but she's this star. She's one of the best women re- wrestlers in the world right now. Yeah. Hands down. Yep. All right, so who else do you have? Oh, uh, so I did Natalia, and then you said Serena. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, oh. my, my, my other... Uh, Favorite female wrestler, uh, uh, sister in hair color, uh, Bull Nakano. Ooh. Now she could rock the blue hair for me, you know? Uh, I'm going to throw in my current favorite female wrestler out there right now. Dr. Britt Baker. D- oh, my God. D-M-D. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Dude, t- talk about, like recognizing you know like before she even comes out in the, the that music hits who mm-hmm. her, her music's phenomenal she the really video became, wall she became a star a breakout star like i yeah. remember in the beginning when she was first in AEW and i remember watching like her first match i was there live her, not her first match but her first match in AEW yeah i remember watching it and i'm like i'm like okay she's like she's good yeah. But like, okay, what? Are, like, I get like she's kind of like a dentist or what? Like, what? What are we doing? Like, I don't. Re- okay, like again, my feeling was like, fine, she's good. But man, when they let her go, you know, some people need to be a heel. Some people need like when she turned into this, like this persona. It just the in ring. The in ring was there. So yeah. not to say she hasn't gotten better, of course she has, but you know, every, you know, yeah. and she'll continue to. But yeah, the in ring was there, and once she found what clicked with the character, I, I, she's a star. She is a a bona fide star. Um, style. She's got style. Yep. So okay, last one for you. You've got Luna, Sherry, Natty, and Bull Nakano. Is it your turn? Oh, you said Britt Baker. I said Britt. I've got Medusa, Mickey James, Serena Deeb, and Britt Baker. So uh, it's the Luna Brigade here. Luna's the captain. I'm going to have to pick a female wrestler that, to me, 
in this day and age currently embodies Luna Spirit, I would have to go with Abaddon. I'm a big Abaddon fan. Especially, like, you talk about how people evolve and stuff like that. She she went away for a little bit. When well, she didn't go really, she didn't go away, but she came back and she had this, like, awesome murder hawk, mohawk thing yeah. going on. And, like, you know, I always learned from, uh, you know, Bill Alfonso. Gave me great advice. He's like, you know, every now and then switch up your look a little bit to... The, not majorly, but with, to the point where people go, something's different. And they, right. they're spending the time trying to figure it out. By the time they figure out, they're invested in a new character. And her new look with that mohawk, it's totally Luna. Yeah. And, and I love it. I, that's what I love about her. And you her ever style. look at, she had posted something at one She's point. She's believable. Like her, her, like, progression from, like, yeah. what she looked like before. And, like, it's crazy. But uh, my last one, I'm going to have to go with Charlotte Flair. Um, to me, there was no room on here for. I, I know some people. Go, what about Becky Lynch? What about Sasha Banks? Yeah. To, to me, they're not in the. They're not. When I'm booking this, I'm trying to book what I think is going to be a top quality match, and attraction. And I feel like I feel like we've got some great teams here. So it's it's Luna with Sherry, Natty, Bull Meccano, and Abaddon versus Medusa. With Mickey James, Serena D, Britt Baker, and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, well, the, the shame of it is we only get to pick five each. Yeah, there's so many great. Oh yeah, wrestlers for each team. Oh, if I, I had six, I'm not saying if I had six as a, six people that you wouldn't be seeing some of the other ones I just mentioned. But you know, look, I thought about like Trish, Lita, you know, Thunder like, Ro- Thund- Thunderosa. Yeah, there's lots of people, but I'm just you know. Visualizing it the way I'm visualizing. Um, yeah. But I, man, meaning some great teams on your end. That was fun. That was a that great was. question. Great question, Mark and Dryden. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, because uh, it, made me, it made me think. Uh-huh. Speaking of one to think about, Mark and Dryden had another question. Um, yes. Who were any wrestlers from your youth that you saw on TV that either their promos or matches were either boring and you just didn't get it. Uh, why you didn't get why they were so over? I don't know, man. Well, probably Bob Backlund for me. He uh, and I, I love Bob Backlund. He was my, you know, people were like, "Who was the first world champion when you start? What you know, who's the first this that and the other thing?" My first world champion was Bob Backlund, but his promos were. Not bad. They were just kind of like bland, you know, mm-hmm. just like, just meh, you know. But then, like, eventually he came back in the 90s as uh, Mr. Backlund, and he he found that character Vince, that Vince wanted him to do in the early 80s, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, the, the story with Bob is, like, you know, the, 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 the theory is that his – his title reign was a rib because, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eddie Graham. I want to say Eddie Graham of Florida put Bob Backlund over to Vince Sr. Oh, Bob Backlund, he's great. He's going to be your next world champion. You know, they went from having this charismatic superstar and superstar uh, Billy Graham, you know, 
which like he was a heel, but the fans were starting to cheer. He was like the first like real tweener that I remember in my in my memory. You know, I'm sure other people think of other ones, but you know, they could have easily just had you know uh, Billy Graham go babyface, you know, but they decided to go with Bob Backlund, and you know, uh, he wasn't he was good. Don't get me wrong, but he wasn't like a superstar Billy Graham and. People are like, they're, the the theory is that Vince Senior was so sold, like, so convinced that like, he didn't pick the right successor to Billy Graham that it was like a spite reign, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he spitefully kept the belt on Bob Iger for six years until uh, you know it was time to, uh, you know, you know Vince Junior bought the company and he kind of wanted Bob Backlund to go heel and change up persona and Bob didn't want to do that. So, okay. You know, they took the belt off with the Sheik, and Sheik was the, uh, the, uh, transitional champion to Hogan. So, but, uh, yeah, uh, I love Bob Acklin. Uh, he was my first world champion, but, and yeah, the, the promos. <sighs> mm. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to look up some, like, uh, cheating a little, looking up, like, rosters to try and rack my brain around it. Uh, I will say during, like, the Attitude Era, like, some that jump out of me. Like, so here's one guy who I have a ton of respect for now as, as you know, looking back at his career. Yeah. Savio Vega, man, didn't do it for me. Really? Didn't care. I just didn't, like, not even so much early Savio Vega. I'm talking, like, Los Periquas. Los Periquas as a, as a unit didn't care. I didn't like, I was just like, like, all right, I'll go. I'll go That's to the when WWE had gangs. You know? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of like the gangs in general. Like I wasn't really, but I mean, if you really think about it, like there'd be like, like, like the Harris brothers or something like they never, did, yeah. like they didn't really do it for me. There was no, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, like again, it's not like I can look Savio. I mean, Savio's awesome. And, uh, you know, now I can look back and I love Savio, but it, back in the day as a kid, it, it just didn't, he didn't jump off the, the screen to me. Um, and especially when he then had his group, the break was, none of them jumped off the screen except for what's his name with the hairy back. But you know, that was it. Uh, Miguel Perez. He was in ECW. Yeah. For, uh, in the uh, early days. I uh, I think uh, I'm trying to think because I know there are other ones that like people were really into that just didn't do it for me. I mean, I'll tell you, for a long time it wasn't in my youth, but Kenny Omega, I didn't, I didn't, didn't get it, and now I enjoy him, but I, I just yeah. didn't, I still don't get it in the way that other people do. Um, Here's how goofy I am, like. Kenny Omega, I heard, I know, I always heard the name Kenny Omega. I knew he was in WWE developmental mm-hmm. for for whatever reason. I thought he was Kenny from the Spirit Squad. <laughs> Kenny Dykstra. Yeah, I do. I because they, you know, Omega Dykstra. Maybe because there's ended with an A or whatever. Yeah. But there, for some reason, I always thought Kenny Omega was Kenny from the Spirit Squad. I was like, oh, he's doing good over in Japan. All right. Yeah, because I didn't really follow you know, as much as I love Japanese wrestling. I didn't. I re- never really followed or 
You know, the, the most I've followed Japanese wrestlers like in the 90s. I was a big fan of Hiroshi Hase and you know, Sasaki and stuff like that and Muda, Chono. That's why I was heavily into the tape trading, you know. So there are other wrestlers and characters that, like, you can... WCW was chock full of people I didn't care about. Um, like, <laughs> uh, Michael Wall Street, you know, IRS, Mike Rotunda. Like, when he was there in WCW, it was like Michael Wall Street or whatever it was. Like, couldn't have cared. Like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Mike Enos... Like, what I'm saying is, again, I'm not knocking their in-ring ability. I'm not knocking them as people. I'm talking yeah. about the presentation of it. It was just like, I don't, like, why am I, like, and it's going to be Mike Enos versus Jerry Flynn. Oh, I'm Jerry like, Flynn's got big heat with me, man. Yeah? Because I was a big Jerry Lynn, flan, a Jerry Lynn fan. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, that's too close to Jerry Flynn. Yeah. You're going to have to change your name, Jerry Flynn. And then that Mr. JL who stole all of Jerry Lynn's moves yeah what the um, fuck that man? guy no but i i uh but that but that's my like a perfect example of like the same thing and when i say like savio like i liked savio vega but when it was savio. like in the bariquo and and personally now i love savio vega he's been yeah. super cool to me anytime i've interacted with like and a guy and i can look back and appreciate him as a wrestler now yeah as a kid which was the question us in our youth as a kid i would look at it and i would just go and I think a lot of it was the way he was booked. Like, it didn't matter. None well, of You bring, bring up Michael Wall Street. I love Mike Rotunda. It's just mm -hmm. the character, that name. That's what I'm saying. It was like, why do I care about this? Yeah. Because um, he was IRS, and I watched him wrestle. I wasn't really too into IRS, but Mike Rotunda was such a good wrestler. But I was into, I was into Money, Inc. I wasn't yeah. into IRS, but I was into Money, Inc. Yeah, one of, one of the best matches I've seen in, in person was Money, Inc. versus the Steiners in Atlantic mm -hmm. City. Wow. And uh, just, just, you know, they, they worked it so well. Money, Inc. was the tag champs, I believe. And I want to I say, I, 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 they, the way they worked that match, I thought I was about to watch a title change, you know. And mm -hmm. I was smart to the business, smart, smarty, smart, <laughs> smarty, smart, smart, going, oh, my God, are they going to change the titles? And they, they worked me. You know, that was yeah. great. Um, Mike Rotunda, excellent wrestler. Just, it's all, it's, you know, it's the suit, you know, Michael yeah. Wall Street. Uh, IRS, much better character. Yeah. And that's again, so I hope, I want to make it very clear that that was my issue. That was my issue with, and I said with more modern. Xavier's going to cane you at MLW next time you see him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like, like I say my issue with Kenny Omega of just not getting it. Like, now there's a character that I could attach to. But when he first came over, it's like Kenny Omega is this amazing wrestler. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna deny that. But it's very charismatic. But it didn't, but he didn't when he in the beginning of AEW, I felt like they were just like, well, we can just put Kenny Omega out there and everybody knows Kenny Omega is the best. So he'll just that's his gimmick. He's just the best, and you know, and everybody knows it. And I was like, you guys haven't given me a character. You haven't given me anybody to invest in in a story. And then they did. And then I loved yeah. Kenny Omega, um, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I, I love I, uh, I, lo I, lo I love the cleaner man. That was when he he was re recreating the uh, Terminator mm -hmm. gimmick, and you know, they the dun -dun 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 yeah, fucking amazing. I mean, he's great now, but 
that that that's when I first started coming back around to Kenny Omega and and watching like when I was talking about you know uh, New Japan uh, mm. New Year's shows, um, Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. I got a call, I got a call from a fight, and they're talking about you know the possibility of carrying Wrestle Kingdom, which I'm sure they're you know they I think they've always like carried it, so I'm sure they'll they'll be doing that, but. Um, they're like, hey, you want to go to Japan? I was like, ah, they're like, no, we're not sending you to Japan. <laughs> we're not sending you there. Son not of this, a not bitch. this year. I was like, oh, all right, I'd go. Um, but that's uh, my goal. Yeah, I, I, I would love to do that. Um, yeah. I would love to to be able to. Do that. And then I'd get to. Hey, if I was able to do a fight and focus at the Tokyo Dome, that would be the highest rated fight and focus in the history of wrestling. <laughs> you know, that would be. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd at least be the the amount of stars in my performance uh, would be incredible. Um, nice. uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, so that's kind of my those are my answers. What are we thankful for as we wrap this up? Yeah, great question, Meanie. You you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'm thankful. Uh, for my circle of uh friends you know uh i'm thankful for the pod squad you know uh sticking with us uh even though i can't remember how many episodes we've done so i think far. this is 87 87 yeah yeah this is episode 87 yes this is 87 the the the, the you know people invest their time and uh you know the you know time and money you know it's Especially through a pandemic, when times are really hard, and you know we're we're on the uh, hopefully on the other end of this pandemic, yeah. but you know the the fact that you know you hear you know people struggling all that stuff, and the people supported us through that. Uh, I'm very thankful, uh, thankful for you know uh, you, you know, uh, you know uh, definitely I couldn't do this show without you. You know, uh, the, the things you've done for the show to make it look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate, you know, uh, you know, cause you know, something, you know, through the years you hear people all say all the, the negative things about you, you, ah, blue meanie socks, ah, this, everything. but then like, you know, to have you know, this following with the the podcast and social media and, you know, I'm thankful, you know, that companies gave me a chance to, you know, uh, show my face, you know, whether it be MLW or AEW, you know, and, uh, you know, just to still be doing stuff. I'm thankful for Cello Toys. I'm thankful for Manscaped, you know, everybody who's willing to say we're worth it, you know, and uh, that, that means the world to me just because, Without those people, we just be two guys, you know, talking to each other on the internet. It'd be like, yeah. hey, man, we, we could just text. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thankful for everybody, uh, you, the Pod Squad, all our sponsors, you know, uh, you know, you know the the close circle of friends, you know, that keeps getting smaller, but you know, yeah, uh, sometimes it's for the best, you know. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I second so much of that. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you uh, giving me this opportunity to host this show. Um, yeah, man. To be able to do, you know, we talked about your WrestleMania moment, and I remember being yeah. in the crowd watching it. 
you know? You sent me the photo. Yeah. And, and you know, if you had told me, if someone had gone up to me and said, one day you're going to do a podcast, and I might go, what's a podcast? Um, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but I would have, you know, it, it, it's been so cool. I, I've, you know, I get to have these really neat things like watch my daughter put my action figure in her in her backpack every day to go to school. I, there would be no action figure without this podcast. Uh, and there'd be no, there'd be no podcast without the, the pod squad. Like they're really, you know, yeah. and it yeah. sounds, sounds like we're, we're blowing smoke when we say that stuff, but we're honestly like, you know, the success of this show is why we are able to get all of those, those really awesome things, the wrestling buddies, the, the cello toys stuff. Like those are, you know, those are dreams come true. Like legitimately dreams come true. It's incredible. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Everybody has stuck with us. Uh, I'm thankful that everybody has continued to support us and allowed us to, uh, you know, go off on tangents and do, you know, do whatever and say, uh, give our opinions on things, vent at times, have this be a place where we can just, you know, have this be a safe place where we can just be ourselves and just have fun and everything. Yeah. You know, um, um, obviously I'm thankful for my family and, and my friends, Matt, that's that, you know, that close circle of friends, uh, that I, that I have too. And it, it's, uh, you know, it's years like the last couple years really tell you, uh, a lot about your friends and a lot about, you know, just people in general. And, uh, and it's been it's been great to have this. It really has, and uh, you know, I, I I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate this opportunity. I appreciate you, Meanie, giving me this opportunity, and um, and I'm really thankful for the group that that we were able to to create. And in a lot of ways, we just kind of, you know, we we set the table. All of you, you know made the meal, so to speak, all the, you know, the, the pod squad here, like it, it's, you guys have created this community. All we did was just say, Hey, here's a, here's a podcast, uh, and follow us on social media if you want to. And, you know, you guys made this community. Um, like we, we mentioned earlier in the episode, we have a new member of our Patreon group and, you know, everybody was so welcoming to him in, in our, yep. uh, Facebook page, the, the Patreon exclusive page and stuff. And just, Welcoming them into, you know, the pod squad family and stuff. That's just so cool um, to be able to just be even the tiniest part of something like that. So I'm just, I'm, I'm very, I'm thankful for, uh, thankful for this opportunity. I'm really just thankful for, for all of it. Um, and uh, I'm sure as we wrap up the year, we'll have more times to reflect on, you know, on everything. And yeah, uh, but no, but I appreciate all of you and uh, especially you, Meanie for giving me this opportunity and it's, it's a uh, man, it's been, it's been fun. It has been a fun, fun ride so far here. And, uh, yeah, man. and we're not done yet. Cause we will be back next Monday with a all ask Meanie episode. That's right. The entire thing is going to be asking Meanie questions. So, uh, if you haven't gotten those questions in yet, uh, too late. What are you waiting for? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, put your questions in because we always do ask me. It's 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 most you know favorite part of the show and a lot of a lot of episodes. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, uh, in the meantime, follow us on social media, uh, at Soso Chernoff, uh, at Blue Meanie BWO, and of course, at Mind of the Meanie across the board. Um, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie slash Blue Meanie slash Soso Chernoff. Uh, make sure to go there uh, and get get some nice holiday gifts for people. I'm sure there's going to be some sales going on soon, and you're going to jump on that this week. Uh, you know, as we get into uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, uh, go to mindofthemeanie.com for our action figures. Order them now. Uh, they're they're going to be. I don't even think by the time we get to to Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales that you're even going to be able to get any signed ones. So jump on right now. Be, be those last three people or be one guy and grab them all up. Why not? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I uh, dare you. Yeah, seriously. You know, the balls. Speaking of balls, thanks to Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, promo code MEANIE20, save 20% and get free shipping. Um, Cameo, tis the season. Go to cameo.com slash bluemeaniebwo. Cameo.com slash so says Chernoff, the loneliest cameo there is. And, uh, Go now and get some uh, nice wishes so we can wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, that's it. Anything else, Manny? Uh, thank you to uh, you know everyone. Like I said, uh, I basically said my yeah. whole thing. Uh, what I'm thankful for. Thank you to the Pod Squad. Thank you to everybody who downloads each and every Monday. Thank you for the, uh, the Patreons who join us live each and every week. In the flesh, and then, you know, go watch us do this. Uh, but you know, thanks to uh, you know Manscape and everybody who believes in us. You know, Cello Toys and all that good stuff. I was just talking to Cello last night, and we're working on some other things. So, uh, doing some paperwork. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm very uh, grateful and happy and, uh, for, for everybody who's here and supports us. So, uh, thank you. And uh, feel free to come back and support us again next Monday and every Monday for another trip into the mind of the meanie. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. The world of MLW Radio never stops. <laughs>